Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Friday, baby. Here we go. Uh, one last chance at the taboo, naughty but nice mm-hmm. um, sex show. Just Tickets. after seven. It's a four pack. Because you want to go with friends. You do. You don't want to go to the taboo sex show alone. That would be a little weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> And you need help picking out things, right? Hey, is this color good on me? It would be weird unless you're a midget. Is leather my thing? Well, he's got a four-pack of tickets, but he hasn't told us who he's taking it, Jimmy. It's his birthday today. You know he's going by himself. Um, yeah, it's his birthday today. Celebrating his 48th. I'm having him over for dinner. Grant's is, writing up a Grant report about it. Is dinner actually happening? He hasn't forgotten yet? <laughs> he forgot earlier in the week. <laughs> what do you got planned for your birthday? Nothing. Nothing. Stupid friends. <laughs> Kurt Hammett celebrating a birthday today as well. That's interesting that Kurt Hammett and uh, Jimmy have the same birthday. Kurt is the guitar player for this band. I believe they are called Metallica. Oh. They've done quite well for themselves. The new band? They're fairly new. This is Master of Puppets. In my opinion, this is some of Kurt's best oh, work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This will get us to news. Good morning. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. All right, it might just be me, but absolutely every time I I hear Master of Puppets, I think of old school. Yeah, and I uh, I said to uh, I said to Grant, I said, "What's your favorite scene from old school?" And he goes, "I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> here for the gangbang." <laughs> Like, I don't have it, the audio. That was certainly that. every time I go to anybody's house and I knock on the door, right? Here for the gangbang. <laughs> ha! Anyway, um, his second favorite, and this is one of mine, I think Dustin the Wind, the Blue Memorial, yeah, that's, is still my favorite, but we play that beat. we play that all the time. Um, this, If this is your second favorite scene, this is my second favorite scene. What kind of gun is this? <laughs> that's a tranquilizer gun. Any of these little. F- I had to freak out on the kids. I get to take them down. <laughs> get that right, mother. Oh, what? That's what I thought. Shut up. Hey, hey. It's a miniature Be careful pony. with that. That's the most powerful trank gun on the market. Huh. Got her in Mexico. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. They say it can puncture the skin of a rhino from a... <laughs> Ow! That's awesome. Uh, what? what? You just took one in the jugular, man. <laughs> You're crazy. Whoa. Yes. I'm <laughs> so excited. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. I did. Is this bad? Is this bad? You should pull that out. That shit is not cool. Oh, so funny. <laughs> the Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I never call in sick. And I know that's... I think you and I, since we started this show six years ago, have had maybe two each, two sick days each. Have you had Have you had two? We both had one this year when we couldn't remember the 
when I got that stomach flu. Oh, that's right. And then like two days later, you got I, it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, I think I had, had one, one other one here. And then I had one where I woke up with a bunch of COVID symptoms. And I didn't have, couldn't broadcast from home yet. I had one. And then be- you had one. You had kidney stones or before something before the beginning of this show too. So, li- yeah. Like, but well, in it, my career, it's have, low. Like, it's very yeah. low. Like I don't take many. I think the only time I ever had time off sick was when I had COVID. But the thing is. You have to be careful now because you can't do that. You yeah, can't you pull can't that show, card. Show up to work dying because everyone's gonna be like, "Go home." The, the world we live we in. We don't now. want you here. And when you think about it, you're like, "Yeah, this doesn't make a lot home. of sense." We don't get sick a lot in this room, though. Usually, no. some colds and stuff, but yeah. nothing that you're gonna stay home with, right? Nothing major. No, I think you guys are kind of building up my immunity. Yeah, I think because so. of it's the wearing close proximity. Off. It's wearing off on us. Um, we, uh, like, I work with people in this building that have had more sick days this year than I've than, had holidays. Than, than I've had actually yeah. sick days in my entire career. Yeah. And I started working in radio in 1991. <laughs> Way back <laughs> It's when. a very popular when thing it, to take time off now for being sick. I, and I get it. I, I'm not, I shouldn't. See, what I relate to when they talk about sick days, though, is I think about when I was in high school or elementary school and I used to take sick days. You were constantly trying to get out of school. <laughs> but I was actually sick, too, at the time. Like, I remember you used to get the flu really bad when you were kids. Like, your immune system just wasn't strong or whatever. See, I didn't um, get sick when I was a kid, either. Like, I have I think Jimmy and I are like that You a get sick, bit. though, quite a bit. I get a cold, but I you don't get, get... colds quite a bit. I don't get anything that I feel... You know what it is? The flu. Uh, you know what I think it is? When you're a heavy drinker... I think so, too, because... So, when I get up in the morning and I had... Like, I had six IPA the night before. (laughs) And I feel like a bag of hammers. Yeah. I'm like, you you force yourself to go to work. So, when you get up and you've got the sniffles... Nothing it compares can't you. to an, a six IPA hangover. Also, so you're like, well, I guess I'm going to work because I felt worse on Wednesday. <laughs> also, I think the alcohol suppresses things. Uh, you know what? I think, I, I, think, I, think, I think the amount, especially the amount that we drink, it kills some of the bacteria well, and viruses. So, so in, our, to be sad in my house that. right now, the wife and kids have basically been sick since, since, since September. Yeah. Like since school started. They'll get healthy for a day, and then all of a sudden one of them's sick again. Like it's yeah. just this cycle that keeps going. They're, they're sick again right now. They got to stop going outside with wet hair. And the right. wife... <laughs> That's the problem. The wife is mad at me. I got COVID once, but other than that, I've, knock you, on wood, been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't want to say it, but you might want to drink more. <laughs> get, get Donnie on the on not the beer the kids, already. But wow. her, um, I'm not against the kids drinking. <laughs> she's, so three and five say their go-to sick day movie genre is rom-coms. That's a lot of people. Three That's and five people. Three out of five people say that their go-to is rom-coms. I get it. It's embarrassing. Because you're like, you just want to watch something light. Maybe. That's not moving. Like when I'm sick with the flu, I can't watch anything that's moving too fast or flashing. Yeah. Or- I'm not a rom-com guy, but I am a comedy guy. Like, I, I, like I'm a action movie normally yeah. but I can't when I'm sick and all okay. the movement I didn't and, think loud, of that. and the loud bangs and booms and when I was um, in school 
and I would have sick days after we got cable. Because before we got cable, I mean, we had two channels. The TV watching during the day was just awful. Yeah. But then we got a satellite dish. We got a Star Choice. And yeah. so I had more options, but it was always the price is right. Uh, Did you have to turn it? Did you have a crank no, on it? No, it was a small satellite <laughs> dish. <laughs> but I would watch the price is right. Watch a little Mari, Mari. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little Dr. Phil. And then Ferris Bueller's Day Off was always on TV. So I'd yeah. always watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. My uh, grandmother got one of those first dishes at the campground. That you had to move? Yeah. And you'd have to be, you'd, you'd open the window in the living room and someone would have to sit and yell out instructions. <laughs> More to the left! And literally grandma would be behind this like 10 yeah. foot satellite dish. Cranking it. I think we had to throw that out. <laughs> like it would, she kept it. She wouldn't get rid of it. That dish was in her place. I, I had some friends that used one as a toboggan once down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, rom com. That ties into the midget at the movies too. That's On true. Tuesday when we get back, we took Monday off. We don't take sick days, but we take we drinking take days. days. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> we're not coming into work on Monday because we know we're going to get shit tanked on Sunday at JT's. Because whenever we go to JT's, we're, we're at a bar and we're like, yeah, no shots. And we have four shots. We're trying to brag about not taking sick days and we take drinking days. <laughs> we got Pam having to come in and work for us so that we can drink on Sunday. We'll be back on Tuesday and Jimmy will be reviewing when Harry met Sally. Uh, there you go. If you get a chance today or this weekend, I I have some must-see video for, for everybody. And, and I don't want this to seem... I, I don't want to be too over the top about this, uh, but I, I think most people would agree that we desperately miss Jon Stewart's perspective on a mainstream level. He's still, yeah. he's still out there. But um, when he was, you know... On the Daily Show, every day, yeah. getting things out there. He, yeah, he was the best. That show has not been the same with his departure from it, uh, and that takes yeah. nothing away from what Trevor brings to it. Well, and it's interesting because I think Trevor Noah's hitting his stride, but he's quitting now. Yeah, so I think he was just starting to hit his his stride. And uh, John Stewart has something. He has a show, like a weekly show, called The Fix or something. The Problem. I, the Problem on Apple TV. On Apple TV, but I don't know if if enough people are seeing it because it's on Apple TV, right? Not. Yeah, he has a uh, thing coming out where he's going to be doing short form videos, um, and that's coming out on HBO. And that might get him out there a little more. Yeah. Um, he does still make the odd appearance on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. We're so segmented now. Mm -hmm. Like, everything is so splintered that it's hard to g gain mass traction right. for a lot of people. Um, John Stewart is just one of those guys that has this very logical perspective. And, um, and I think most people would agree with that, that regardless of what side of the fence you sit on politically. And I don't want to make this about politics because yeah. this particular thing that I want everybody to, I, and I went to grab a clip from it, but the, the thing is, is I don't want to take away by playing like 30 seconds or 20 seconds of it. I don't want to take away the, the, the power of, of what it was that he did. So it was a couple of nights ago and it's on YouTube, and I actually tweeted it. And I think I made the mistake of, and this is the problem I have with social media. Um, so I put a YouTube link up on my Twitter, and the algorithms hammered it. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody saw it. And 
it is something that and, and, and not just because I tweet it, and I don't care how you view it, but this is something that I think everybody needs to go watch. Regardless of your opinion, mm-hmm. you have to go watch this clip. It's 12 minutes and 25 seconds long. It's his thoughts on the on the Dave Chappelle. It, he comments on Chappelle's performance on Saturday Night Live this past weekend. Um, that ties into the Kanye West discussion, yeah. um, the anti-Semitism, and um, him being blocked and uh, losing a bunch of sponsorships and stuff like that, being canceled, and Kyrie Irving as well. It's just, it's brilliant. And John Stewart is Jewish. Mm-hmm. So it's coming from that perspective. That's yeah. all I want to say. Just please, I'm I go watch it. Grant, you need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'll go check that out. It's absolutely brilliant. I, and it there's just there's nobody out there that can there's very few people out there mm-hmm. that can express an opinion like that like John. Right. That's all I'll see. That, uh, yeah, go watch it if you can. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I have something to um, divulge about this this clip. Okay. Because Grant said, we're talking about Phil Castle. We got to get that Pierre Maguire clip. So he sent me the video, and I just grabbed the clip. Yeah. And I recorded into the system, and it's ready to go, and I'm going to play it. And I realized something okay. when I was pulling audio from this. Okay, we'll play it and then I'll tell you what. How's your breath? It's, it's not good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant in terms of conditioning. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. I mean, obviously, uh, it's a fast game out there, and you know, you just catch your breath and go back at that. It's been fun watching. Keep having fun, Phil. <laughs> Thanks. Eh? What a, I can't believe. <laughs> okay, so I have seen that played. On highlights, they've been playing it because Kessel break the, broke the Iron Man streak. No, and, I, I've yeah. s- I've seen it a hundred times. Yeah, it's been played for years. I've never listened to it because of my pure hatred yeah. for Pierre Maguire. I never I'm knew not what surprised. was. I never knew what was in that clip. <laughs> I've seen that video where they're sitting really close together and laughing. I've never once actually it heard the audio. Heard the audio because I was always desperate to turn the video off it's, or leave the room. It's one of the few times where like I can watch a Pierre clip. Yeah, right. Without like feeling. Yeah, feel the thrill. Um, hit his thousandth game. He's the Iron Man. He reached that mark a couple of weeks ago in the NHL, and it's just it's the first first player to ever play at one thousand consecutive games in the NHL. There's just something awesome about the fact that it's Phil because it's old hot dog. It's not Phil. like Chris Chelios who yes. is working out every day and ate chicken and rice and nothing. <laughs> but it's Phil who doesn't skate in the off season. <laughs> Who shows up and starts to get in shape once camp starts. <laughs> Usually like, takes him a month to get eats, caught up to the game. <laughs> eats whatever he wants. Like, it's just, yeah, it's awesome. Doesn't like water. Doesn't like the taste of water, so we'll only drink blue. Blue Powerade. Because <laughs> he doesn't like the taste of water. 
Uh, they gave him uh, some sort of a presentation last night. You'll see the highlights of that. Yeah, they gave him a sparkly jacket to fill for the, the thrill. <laughs> he's playing for the Vegas Knights right now. <laughs> he's also that that guy, too, that I think everybody on the team just loves. Right? Well, and that's why I felt so bad. You remember when they did the NHL draft for the All-Star game? And yeah. he was the last pick. Well, and they did it on purpose. And, and they did it on purpose. <laughs> We're like, ah, oh, come on. Phil's a nice guy. <laughs> Cruise News. Premier Danielle Smith has dismissed the governing board of Alberta Health Services and installed a sole administrator until a new board can be named. Dr. John Cowell has been named the official administrator of Alberta Health, replacing the 12-person board. Danielle Smith said that he's someone who can accelerate all of the changes that she would like to see. This is the second time in a decade that Dr. Cowell has been put in this role. Smith said he has been charged with reducing wait times at hospitals. Uh, Health Minister Jason Copping said he expects Cowell's work to take about six months to take uh, to have an impact. So, in about six months, we shouldn't have to wait. 18 hours to get stitches. But knowing our <laughs> government, is they're going to try and reduce the wait times, but reduce staff. Like, they're going to fire a bunch of, like, they do layoffs and they and all that kind of stuff and cutbacks to health care. Well, like, here's the problem with what we're dealing with. And, 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 and again, this is from coming from somebody who does not know how the system works. Mm-hmm. But... It is quite clear to everybody, not just in Alberta, not just in Edmonton, um, not just, it doesn't matter where you are in Canada. The system is broke. Oh, yeah. Something is wrong. You shouldn't have to wait. I don't know what the answer is, but um, there is, there is a major problem. And when, and, and listen, we make fun of Danielle Smith um, because, well, it's easy um, but I think she she might be on to something. Well, with. there's all those conspiracies too, though that they purposely are are screwing it to uh, because they want to bring in the private the tiered system yeah. and everything. I don't know how much I believe that, but you know that it's not working right now. I mean, I you shouldn't have this. to wait 16 hours if you break your arm. If you're a kid and you break your arm. You shouldn't have to sit in the emergency room for 16 hours. I will say this. Anytime that's ever come up on our show, no one has ever combated that. No? No. Hmm. So I, I, don't know what, I don't know what the problem is. And, and I don't know if it's an inside or like if it's an inside out problem or an outside in problem. But I think what Danielle Smith is going to attempt to try to do is an outside in fix. Which I don't know if that's going to work, but have someone outside of the industry, well, out of the medical, that's what she's done. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're making fun of the guy. He's been retired for ten years. He just did a press conference, spent the whole time talking about his golf talking game. About his golf <laughs> game. But, but the <laughs> but the thing is, though, is you're saying that she bringing someone from the outside in, but he's been in the industry. That's like a, he is that's a doctor. He is kind of. That's worth. So you that. would wouldn't you want to have someone who. Is looking at it with fresh eyes that isn't really... Uh, nah, I don't know about that. I, I, I don't know what the answer is, Jim. Something needs to be done. I, I mean, okay, we'll throw this into the mix, and, and this will make it more convoluted and probably shouldn't be brought up, but um, there are people, pharmacists, there's doctors, there's people in the industry going, what the hell 
is going on, Health Canada? Why do we not have medications for kids? Yeah. What have you done? Like, and it's when you have when you have a pharmacist going pleading on CBC, going, you guys need to fix this. Like, well, part of the reason the stallery is full right now is because there's no medication. There's no medication that parents can give their kids at home. That's an indication that something is seriously broken in our system. Yeah, and and I don't know where the where you assess blame, whether it is the system itself is completely messed up, or if it's how it's being managed by government officials or whatever. It doesn't matter. Something is seriously wrong. So I mean, I I I would sit here. Maybe it does take somebody like Danielle. All kidding aside. Maybe she might have an impact on it yeah. because she's having a very different. She's I taking mean, a very different approach. It's worth a try because what they're she doing just isn't working. Board. Yeah, but what what they were doing isn't working. That so. was not working. Grant hurt himself on Sunday night and didn't go to the doctor. And this is a lot of people. A lot of people are going home. Okay with an injury that they should be dealing with immediately because they know that they're going to be there all night. I, I, slept with, I slept with a pad on my arm to soak up the blood. He didn't go to the hospital. I knew that I couldn't go to the hospital for stitches because I didn't have enough time. And thank God that wasn't a life-threatening thing, but I could tell there was something wrong with, with, with Grant on, on Monday morning because he lost two pints of blood. Uh, the buzz, though. I'm telling the you, buzz Woody had the beer after. <laughs> uh, when people are doing that, when when normal everyday people, I'm not talking about sick kids, when somebody actually doesn't go to the doctors to get medical help that they should be getting immediately because they know they're going to be there for 18 hours, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe Danielle Smith is the answer. Maybe she'll do something. Something. Um, it's maybe. worth a try, maybe. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. It's a special day today because today is the day of birth for our friend and yours, James Peter White. <laughs> It was a cold, snowy day in 1974 when the White Clan pulled the horse and buggy up to Dr. Quinn's medical practice because Ma had just gone into labor. Shortly after, she would give birth to her son, her firstborn, and the pride of the Whites, Jimmy, or as he was known back then, Jamie, who would go on to do many things in his life, overcoming the obstacles like dyslexia, a brain that kept swelling and trying to explode, <laughs> anger issues, an odd limp. Through all of that, he has gone on to be the heir to white plumbing, a basketball star, a stripper, a towel boy at a gentleman's spa, a phone specialist at a prestigious phone call center, a jig- gigolo to the elderly, and finally, a radio star. It's actually amazing how great Jimmy is doing at the age of 48. He's not on any medication. There's no high blood pressure issues. He doesn't wear glasses, not even reading glasses. There's no weird smells emitting from him. He is the pillar of health. And he's done it on a steady diet of counteraged bologna and canned ham. Happy birthday, Jimmy. May the force be ever in your favor. 
The Grant Report is brought to you by our merch page, the best and only place in the city to get your shunt wear. Text Jimmy today for the link to shop. Nice work, Grant. Oh, my God. When I saw this yesterday, I actually got, I swear to you, I actually got excited. I'm excited about this, too. Quentin Tarantino announced his plans to uh, shoot an eight-episode TV series next year. So there's nothing official about what it is. No. He's just saying, I'm working on a project. Just that he's going to step back. He actually did TV before, hey? But he's, it was he did it he did an episode of CSI. I was yeah. gonna say he's a huge fan of CSI. Yeah, he's been involved in TV in the past, but it's been sort of like he just sort of dips his toe in and and there, helps out or whatever. There was talk about him doing a revival of Justified. Yeah, yeah, um, that that fell through. Yeah. Well, no. What what they started to do was when this announcement came out when it when it came out that Quentin Tarantino might be doing this this TV thing. Everyone was like, oh, what, what is it? What is it going to be? Is it going to be a Star Trek thing? Is it yeah. going to... Because what they're doing is they're just tying into rumors and things that have come out before about Quentin Tarantino's involvement. Yeah. Um, I don't think... I think this is going to be com- something completely different is, is my... Me too. I think this is not going to be a remake of something. No. Or it's going to be a Tarantino project. Yes. He also said... Uh, He's got one more movie left. That's it. He's, he's gonna done. do. He's gonna do another movie, eh? One more movie, and then he's quitting. Yeah. Okay. He's been doing that for years, though. Like, well, he always been, said he's gonna do like eight or whatever it is, ten or something. Yeah, yeah I, I don't remember. What I the can't number remember is. the number, but yeah, he's doing a TV show, which is, I think, is gonna be pretty amazing. I still think, and I know Jimmy. No, Jimmy we're not doing the Star Trek thing. No. no, hold on, hold on. I think, and this is just my my um. My theory on this, I think the reason why he keeps waving that I'm going to do one more movie thing is because he can't let go of, he is a massive Star Trek fan, and I think he can't get le- let go of the fact that that project didn't get greenlit, and I think he's sitting there waiting in the wings to do a Tarantino Star Trek, and I think he's just waiting for the right timing and the right people to give him the go-ahead. I can't believe he just doesn't like fund it himself. He's got enough money. But, but the problem is... If he did do it himself without the the go ahead from yeah. the, he he probably couldn't use the characters. Couldn't use the characters. He couldn't use the actual Star Trek. He'd have to make it like Star Force or something, something. like yeah. that because he wouldn't have the. He'd have to have it be in the Roddenberry camp. Anyway, the Tarantino TV project. There was no news about it. It was just. Tarantino's working on a TV project. We don't know what he, it is. Or he was an what actor in, in a show years ago, Alias. That was the one Jennifer Garner was one of her first. It was a spy movie. No, it, oh, you yeah. know what? It, it Grant's right. This is going to be a completely new project. Something landed on his lap. Something landed on his desk. And he, he went, wrote something. He got inspired. He got, but I could see him doing like a spy thriller or some kind of the crazy action thing. Because of how uh, that was also the because he likes the war stuff and mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's got to have some element of gore. So you know what? Maybe Grant or uh, Jimmy might be right. Maybe it does have some sort of Could spy thriller type sort of angle to it. I don't know. Like honestly, I think the reason why I think it's interesting is because he's been so entrenched in movies, and we know him from yeah. his movies, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, like we Kill Bill, and. 
the world of TV has changed and evolved over the years. The fact that he is thinking about jumping into the TV world to but me also is in the t- wildly yeah. exciting, just based on what I know he'll bring to to that format. But also in the TV world, there's all these shows that they're doing now with the serial killers dealing with the Bundy, the you know, and you know he's it's gonna be some. It's gonna be you some really want of, this not to be a Star Trek yeah. thing? Yeah. It can't be a Star Trek thing. Literally, the <laughs> only reason I want it to be Star Trek is is just to, to make annoy me Jimmy angry. now at this point. I'll add my name to that list as well. <laughs> in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Want to cruise? You know how they say things get better with age, like a fine wine? Okay. Yeah, they never met Jimmy. <laughs> 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 it's late here, guys. I just want to phone him now. Wish Jimmy a happy birthday. He's, All right. he's uh, just hitting his you. stride. Yeah, just, yeah. He's, right. Pretty soon he'll be middle-aged. <laughs> uh, he's already Little Ways away. A couple more years. <laughs> yeah. All right. right on. Well, you guys have a good weekend, man. Take care, brother. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is odd. Grant Johnson, what is the word of the year? Homer to alcohol. The cause of and solution to all of life's problems. <laughs> It's not Homer Simpson, though. Okay. So Cambridge's word of the year is Homer because you remember Wordle? Remember when that was a thing? Everyone it's was still playing a Wordle. thing, isn't it? Kind of, but not the way it was yeah. when, it, when it really took off. Um, they had a word one day that was their word was Homer. And it meant home run, Homer. He hit a Homer. Yeah. But there's so many people outside of North America that were playing Wordle that had no idea what Homer meant. That they got frustrated and were Googling it and tweeting about it and posting it. Oh. What the hell is Homer? Why is this the word all day today? And so it led to that, which made it the word of the day because so many people were searching oh, okay. it. And so many people were frustrated by it. Because, I mean, just like to give you an idea, generally like 2021, the word of the year was vaccine. Yeah. 2020, it was pandemic. Right, like generally speaking, it's a word with a little bit more impact than Homer. <laughs> they said uh, the word Homer was looked up on the Cambridge Dictionary website more than seventy nine thousand times this year. Sixty five thousand of those searches taking place in one day. So the day it was the word the, all day. The day was the it was searched sixty five thousand wow. times. That game is really sort of, and that's that's this year. So that game is still. I know lots of people that play it. Yeah, it's just not like when it first became a thing. Everyone was posting constantly on the social media yeah. but their wordle and here's how i did and not as much no. yeah you don't really see it much anymore i um i played it nerds. i played it once or twice well i played it twice i played it yeah. once and i got the word and then i played it a second time and i didn't get the word and i was like it's the same reason i don't watch jeopardy <laughs> i don't need anything in front of me to show me how dumb i am do i need to start my day <laughs> feeling really dumb yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. if i could if I thought that I was actually going to have any impact on that thing, mm-hmm. but no, yeah, I would have a really hard time. And then it would just be feel like me guessing. Yeah, it, that's all that, I was doing, which was, was guessing words. Which, which basically was my entire high school. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is a pretty big announcement. I feel like, um, you know, we're going to have hundreds of people turn out. I would assume so. Noon tomorrow, the locker room is going to be heading down to Churchill Square and putting up a Christmas tree for everybody. All right? And the big news this week is that there's no tree lighting. 
you know, downtown Churchill Square Christmas tree. And we thought, what can we do as a to show to give hole. back to the community? Yeah. Um, shout out to Scuba Steve, who did suggest this. Yes. I feel like he should get some credit. Yes. Yeah, uh, he's a texter. Scuba Steve uh, actually gives us all our ideas. <laughs> he's a James B. White fanboy, and he <laughs> listens to the show a lot. And um, yeah, he gave us the idea, and we thought, you know what? Let's do it. So we're going to be down at Churchill Square See, tomorrow. instead of us just talking a good game... We're actually... We go out and do it. I think the problem I have with the big tree not being put up this year and doing the big lighting ceremony is... Listen, I don't dislike the Rice Howard way lighting No, it's a good idea. It's a great idea. Um, But why can't we still have the tree? Why can't we have both? And that's exactly why we stepped in. And we're, instead of complaining about it, we're doing something about it. Children will gather around the locker room Christmas tree this year to sing carols. Yes. So join us tomorrow if you would like to. Churchill Square, the locker room, our Christmas tree unveiling, noon. All right. We're not going to do much of a lighting because the boss wouldn't give us a generator. (laughs) (laughs) Can we plug into the library if we run an extension cord? Well, we're not getting permission for this, so I didn't think I'd bring down an extension cord as well. (laughs) On the leading edge of fried chicken innovation and on a mission to figure out the 11 spices in the Colonel's secret recipe. Here's your chicken news host, Greg Johnson. So first of all, I want to tell you about the new thing I tried yesterday. Yeah. Um, I did try the KFC Gravy Lovers chicken sandwich yesterday. Okay, yeah. Um, And it was quite good. I was pleasantly surprised. You know, it looked kind of gimmicky, like... We it's got an onion ring. It's, it's not an onion ring. It's uh, like a hash brown. Oh, I thought it was an onion ring too. But and then they pour a little gravy in the top. And then they and pour a... gravy in the top, and then is it is make there it all one? Too much gravy? No, there wasn't. So when I saw it originally, I thought like, oh, this thing's gonna be dripping gravy. But it was just the right Which amount. Which I'd be okay with. It stayed in the sandwich, but it gave it that nice flavor. Okay. And I will say, I was very impressed with the KFC gravy lovers. All chicken right. sandwich, and I think you should try it. For me, like I'm a I'm a fat guy dip guy. Yeah. Like anything dip related. I had a sandwich yesterday. I had so much. It was disgusting how much mayonnaise I had on it. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of mayonnaise on this. Is there, chicken oh yeah. Sandwich. See, then I'm all over um, it. Like it's I'm all about the dip. And I'll say it too. Like it, it's not just me being like this is really good. The wife got one too, and she was like, <laughs> "What? This is amazing!" Like she she loved it too. Okay, so okay, but that wasn't the news we were going to go with. That's not the news. The news is that Popeyes has unveiled, and it's available now for a limited time across Canada. Um, their new deluxe blackened chicken sandwich. So blackened deluxe chicken sandwich, which launched yesterday across Canada. It's a whole chicken breast marinated for 12 hours, seasoned with a blend of uh, Cajun and other spices. And um, yeah, it's not a breaded chicken sandwich. I was going to ask, is it breaded? No. Because a lot of times the blackened is actually a replacement for the breaded. Yeah, no, this is... uh, this, this is, is just not. blackened. This is just blackened. Okay, yeah. It looks really good. Have you got a picture there? Show me the picture. Oh, I'm oh, in. Goes my webcam. Yeah, no, I'm all over that. Yeah, it looks delicious. So is that spicy too? It's got good spice to it's it. It's got yeah, good because it's a Louisiana, Louisiana. A good little snap to it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm all over that. Now I got two. Chi- well, I'll make you a weekend can- of it. <laughs> There's my weekend. I'm off to KFC to try the Gravy Lovers uh, chicken sandwich. And then you can go to Popeye's. I think it's healthy. There's no bread in. 
I think McDonald's has a new chicken sandwich too, don't they? They do, yeah. Because I just saw the that. McCrispy. But wasn't it supposed to be spicy as well or something? I think you can get a spicy you version. You can get a spicy, yeah. spicy version of that. There. And Wendy's has a new spicy limited time out as well. All right, let's leave. <laughs> You're going the wrong way! What? You're going the wrong way! <laughs> he says we're going the wrong way. Oh, he's drunk. How would he know where we're going? <laughs> yeah, how would he know? Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Terrific. Thank you. <laughs> what a moron. <laughs> <laughs> Trains, planes, and automobiles will be re-released with an hour of deleted season bonus footage. That's awesome. Somebody, uh, I guess, was going through the archives, and maybe John was going through the archives and uh, and found stuff that he thought might be worth re-releasing. So they remastered it in 4K. Wow. And then, yeah, it's going to be re-released with this bonus footage, so an extra hour of planes, trains, and automobiles. So here's the thing that I think needs to be said out loud about this, because anytime you get anything with bonus footage, there's always... Because you've commented on this before. Well, like, I've commented on this before. There's a reason that it's deleted? Well, yeah. And for me, it's always like when an artist dies, and they're like... We found an album he never released, and it's always their worst. It's yeah. like, there's a reason Johnny Cash didn't release that album while, it, it while he was alive. It was probably awful, and he knew it, and he actually yeah. kept it from people because he didn't want it out there. Um, the, the difference with this is it's John Candy, mm -hmm. and it's Steve Martin. It's Steve Martin. And you know what? And there's a strong possibility that they left a lot of really funny stuff on the cutting room floor. Well, also, it's, it's John Candy, and like, I mean, we're never going to get new John Candy, so it's like we're getting new John Candy. Yeah, like, I, I'm in. He could do anything on screen, and I'll watch it, right? I'm in. So I'm definitely in to watch an extra hour of planes, trains, and automobiles. But also, also with a movie like that, sometimes they cut stuff out, not because it's not funny, but because they have a time restraint on the movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Where, you know, is this scene really important? It's not that it's not funny. It's whether or not it's important to the Didn't story. Didn't you say that the Dumb and Dumber one, though, you, you hated it? I only hated it because I love Dumb and Dumber so much. It's one of my favorite movies. And... When I watched the extended version, I was kind of like, oh, this isn't, what's this extra stuff? I can't quote along with this. Like, this is, oh, yeah. This isn't this movie that I remember, right? So, I don't know if that, like, I love this movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, mm -hmm. but I don't know if it's that for me. It's uh, definitely a yearly watch for me around Christmas. Is it? Okay. You know, American Thanksgiving, it's usually on TV. So, I'll, I'll watch this one in Uncle Buck about once a year. <laughs> I think I like Uncle Buck more than Plain Strains, but... Uh, I'll watch this, though. Yeah. Uh, I'll, when is it supposed to be out? It, it'll probably be out for Christmas, right? Uh, November 22nd, so Okay, so just next around week, the corner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm in. Does it go back into theaters? Maybe select theaters. Okay, we'll keep an eye out for that as well. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We're calling Adrian Bridgman, the vice president corporate partnerships with the Good Edmonton morning, Elks. Adrian speaking. Adrian, how are you today? Good, how are you? Excellent. It is the locker room calling. Nice to be chatting with you on this Friday morning. Yes, we wanted to make sure that we got the word out about the Joey Moss 50-50 in support of the Winford. Yep. And um, 
I think that it's important to to make sure because people's minds right now are off the Grey Cup in Edmonton because we're not involved, right? But there are still some things that are football related and and charity, and it, it, you guys don't stop with the Edmonton Elks. So we want to make sure that we get the word out. Thank you. Thanks for that. Yeah, our 50-50 in support of Joy Moss Memorial Fund, which is all through the Winifred Stewart. Um, It goes until uh, November 20th, so right after the Grey Cup game. Um, It goes until 10 p.m. that night, and there's still uh, obviously lots of ways that Edmontonians can support. And uh, again, it's all through that uh, Joey Moss Fund, which we're so happy to be part of because Joey was such a big part of our organization for so many years. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just looking at tickets, 5050.goelks.ca. Um, you can you know buy 200 tickets, 60 tickets, or just one ticket, and then the money all going to a good cause, and you could win some, so... Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And the cause is honestly something that we've really um, taken close to our heart. We still have a few of Joey's friends who have continued on with his legacy and who work with us on a weekly basis. So it's been kind of fun to still have, um, you know, Joey kind of with us every day and to have his friends involved in the uh, club and just be employees. And I honestly recommend anybody who's interested in that type of program to reach out to Winifred Stewart because that's what these funds go directly to support is just uh, helping people with diverse abilities uh, find some employment. One of the benefits of the 50-50, sort of the transition to the online over the last couple of years, is that you guys can do these things and give back when you're not actually having physical events, which is awesome. Exactly, yes. We really have the flexibility that they're not just centered around our game day. And then obviously people all over Alberta can support it. So that's huge because we know that obviously Joey was a favorite of many Albertans, specifically here at Edmonton, but we know that his word gets beyond Alberta, even nationally. But anybody in Alberta is able to purchase the tickets online. Awesome. Thank you for this. And again, Grant, can you give me the webpage? 50-50.goelks.ca You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I've actually, uh, you know how you you have something to do and it's it just sits on you and yeah. you have anxiety about it. You're just thinking about it and you're actually like I've sometimes I've actually, you just got to do it. I actually feel sick. I felt sick to my stomach. I couldn't even eat my breakfast. This, this is like the time that you threatened to give Jimmy a prostate exam and he was sick about it for weeks and weeks and weeks until you told him you were joking. This has been you. You've been sick all morning about this. This is worse. This is worse than your friend giving you a prostate exam. <laughs> Not when you're your fr- when I was the friend. I couldn't uh, the guy couldn't sleep when you were. To- Ironically, he got the runs when he did. Yeah, okay. which would have been awful for you, Locker. <laughs> so. Explain what I'm doing here, Grant. So we're allowed to say we got these candles made. Yeah. Um, and I guess we have talked about it already. And yeah. We did the samples. Um, oh! <laughs> so we have locker room candles that we have made, and we're going to be selling for Stop. charity. Lock smells like beer. Mine smells like fried chicken. And Jimmy's smells like his apartment. And... It smells like gym shoes. It smells like your apartment, and Lachlan is very bothered by smells. And for the last week that we've had them, two weeks, he actually put it inside of a cooler, put a garbage bag over the cooler, and then duct taped it like some sort of nuclear waste. And he's just opened it now because we have to do a photo shoot with our candles. You're going to want... Oh, there it is. There it is. It just hit me on this side of the room. Whew, that's bad. That is just, that'll ruin your whole day. 
Yeah, you're going to so, want to buy these candles, by the way. We're doing a great job promoting them. When we when we package them, because they're going to come in a set of three, mm-hmm. so we're going to sell locker room candles. It's going to be for the... Uh, Ours smell quite good. The chicken and the beer? Oh, mine does actually smell really bad. It smells worse than my feet. It smells like home? No. That is so, bad. I didn't choose the smell. It's you! <laughs> it's the Dennis Sadness! You're the problem, What did they do? You. Suck the smell out of my feet? Anyway, so they did something. They came into your apartment at night. I don't know how she did it because this just this. When you go to Jimmy's apartment, like Mm -hmm. people think we're exaggerating, but when you visit him, and I do occasionally, you're going over there for dinner tonight. No, he's coming to my place, (laughs) and I'll wash my feet. When you when you go to his apartment, it changes you. Mm-hmm. Like, you do not go into that place and come out the our friend, same person. Our friend Dave, who's been to multiple wars, um, spent years in the armed forces, hit the most PTSD he has was from visiting Jimmy's apartment one time. Still brings it to up. To this day, he talks he, about Jimmy's apartment. He brought it up to me while we were drinking. Is okay. there- <laughs> when we package these candles, just so you know, we're actually, because we talked to um, uh, Melanie, the creator. She's with Prairie Fire Candle Company here That's in town. That's making our candles. We're selling these things in a three-pack for charity. The money it raises is going to go to the food bank. And I said to her, I said, that is, I don't know what you did to get that Dennis Sadness smell, because it's the, the candle's called the sad, the candle of sadness. Uh, mine's called Lit Up, and mm-hmm. yours is called... Um, finger wicking good. Finger wicking good, because it's chicken. <laughs> um, I, said to, I said to her, we have to find a way to package it so that that smell doesn't immediately escape or that if if people get shipped in the mail we're not going to get like mm-hmm. ceases involved <laughs> <laughs> the dogs at the airport will be going crazy and what i'm thinking so they're going to package it with some plastic because th- i'm like oh, how are we going to sell this thing people are hear us gagging and they're like i'm not buying that i'm thinking you buy our candles as a gift to yourself you buy Jimmy's candle as a prank. You put it in somebody's car. Or house. someone you don't like, like a coworker that you want Whatever to Whatever it is. Kind of like those glitter bombs or those um, fart bomb cards that you can give people. I agree. That's a horrible smell. Well, they do, like, they sell these, the, those jelly beans. We were talking about the jelly beans. Mm-hmm. And somebody was telling me that those those ones that taste like vomit or poop yeah. or whatever, they sell like crazy. It's a uh, roulette. Right, yeah. they have the yeah. the roulette where you get one good one, one bad one. Yeah, that's kind of what we're doing here with this with this candle. Anyway, um, yes, if you actually really dislike somebody and you would like to ruin their life, give them this candle. Buy them the sadness of candle, the candle of sad. What is it? <laughs> sadness. sadness of candle, <laughs> candle of sadness. Here, hold on, I got the drop. One second, <laughs> sadness of candle. I forget what we named them. Candle of sadness. Candle of sadness. Here it is. This is the name of Jimmy's candle. Candle of sadness. (laughs) Cruise FM is proud. 70% in-store and online. Featuring great savings on jackets, sweaters, boots, workwear, and more. Visit Mark's in-store or at marks.com to shop and save. Cruise Roads and Weather. 
Don't wait for Black Friday. Save up to 50% on furniture and mattresses during Leon's Black Friday preview sale. Ends Wednesday. Visit leons.ca for details. Um, with traffic, 82nd Street at 118th Avenue with collision southbound. Also southbound Calgary Trail between 81st Ave and 80th Avenue. Um, pretty big construction delays. Northbound 170th and 107th Avenue with collision as well. If you see anything else, 780-989-0957. Still minus six. Daytime high minus two, mild this weekend. We'll be above zero for both Saturday and Sunday. Jimmy, I'm canceling dinner. You can stay home. Um, okay. Car guy Will said his wife told him, if you bring the Den of Sadness candle home, you will not ho- have a home anymore. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to buy this thing. <laughs> and they're going to buy it for Jimmy's candle. <laughs> oh, hold on. What was the candle again? I forget. What was uh, the what name was of that called, Jimmy? Yeah. Candle of Sadness. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Thank <laughs> you.